I'm about to be in a fist fight with my gynecologist, who is no longer my gynecologist, obviously, mm-hmm. just to get some medical attention. And the the solution was always birth control. It was always birth control. And the more that I've learned about what it means to not have a natural cycle and be on oral contraceptives, the more I'm heartbroken for all of the women, not just the ones in my age range or our age range, but all of the women who are only given this solution and never given the tools to understand themselves. It's scary. I mean, look at where we are right now with abortion. I can't even, I can't even put a finger on where to start with that and the injustice around that. But it stems from a lack of care for us as women and our femininity and the difference between those who menstruate and those who do not. Welcome in to the Train With The Best podcast. I'm Craig Hoffman. Chris Gores. Today's show, gonna be a little bit different. Chris, I feel like I've said that a lot randomly recently, uh, but this this show is completely unique, uh, really in anything that we've ever done on this podcast. In fact, we're going to hand it over to other people here in just a few minutes. Uh, Rachel, of course, the third member of our team, my fiance, senior master coach at Solid Core, the chief marketing officer of Train With The Best Media. Uh, she is going to lead a conversation with great friend of the pod, Monica Jones, uh, who is a performance coach, and uh, we've talked to her throughout varying stages of her career. She was actually on not that long ago during the, the guest host series. She was on right. with me talking about a bunch of different stuff, but kind of right after that, Monica launched a new program designed for women and people who menstruate about training around their cycles, and immediately Rachel was like, I want to talk to Monica about that, and I think it'd be really good for the podcast, and I said, you know what? I think you're right. And uh, scheduling being what it is, we finally were able to nail it down. And uh, Rachel and Monica talked this morning as we're taping this uh, Friday afternoon. And uh, Chris, I have not heard the conversation except for the little bit that I heard um, you know, through the wall of Rachel's side of the conversation, but I was bopping around our apartment. Um, but yeah. I'm so excited about this because it's such an important conversation in the fitness world. And while we, for obvious reasons, wanted to let these two women lead this conversation, use their personal experience, and all that kind of stuff. This is not a female-only conversation. So we're going to spend a few minutes here on the top talking about this because if you just leave it to females, well, that means any male trainer um, training a female or someone who menstruates, like then then you're out of the loop on something that's really important going on in, in a client's body. And uh, that's not a good place you want to be as a trainer. Yeah, I think this is something that everybody, at least everybody that takes the time to know about what's going on in their client lives like this is something that we've always acknowledged but didn't necessarily know okay what what do we do what do we do with this cycle right um even even our good friend megan young who was on here a couple of times and with her it's like yeah okay we know it's a thing how much of it matters we, we know it we know it, it's more than nothing but it's not everything and and what are the things that you have to consider and Nutrition is part of that. The exercise selection is part of that. Um, so, you know, I, I'm looking forward, as I always do whenever guest hosts take over the show, I'm looking forward to, because typically, look, I listen I listen to this podcast. I, I typically listen to podcasts in two times speed anyway. Do you know me? <laughs> I listen to this podcast in particular because I've already, I already know what the content is anyway. I typically listen in three times speed because 
I'm just impressed you can keep up. I talk well, fast I, as it is. I listen to podcasts at 1.2. I can't listen to ours at 1.2 because I talk too fast. So anybody listening on a sped up speed, I am sorry. Uh, so I can follow because I know what was said and also because I, I hate the, the sound of my voice anyway. So when, <laughs> so when I listen to it in normal speed, I, like, I, I can't do it. So yeah. listening to Monica and Rachel, though, will be the, probably the first time in a long time that I'm going to bring this back down to regular speed and listen and just be a fan of the show. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I, I think it's important on multiple levels, and I, I'm sure they get into all facets of this, but I, I think there's kind of two buckets that we're dealing with here. One is like the physical part of this. We know hormones are hugely impactful on our abilities on any given day from a physical standpoint, or are impactful. I shouldn't say hugely impactful because I do think at times like we can take this information too far, right? Like you still if someone is in the the, the worst part of their cycle, quote unquote worst part for lifting it's not like they can't lift anything. Like they may not be able to PR on that given day. Um, right. But like there's a lot of days for a lot of reasons. A lot of people can't PR. Um, having sure. nothing to do with their cycle, you know, having to do with their nutrition, their fueling, their sleep. And by the way, all those things are affected by someone's cycle. So you have that element of it, which I know they get into. And, and that's something that Monica thought a lot about with the program that she launched. But I also think we spend a lot of time, and one of the principles that we talk about a lot on this podcast and have now for 204 episodes is training individuals, right? Like we talk about the personal being more important than the training and the personal training and understanding. And I don't say this flippantly, like I'm not saying this dismissively, but like understanding someone's tolerance for giving them shit on a given day, right? Like giving, <laughs> understanding where someone is emotionally. Yeah is really important as a trainer. And, and again, like that could be something that's caused by stress from work or, you know, a, a fight with a spouse. It could be caused by anything, but because hormones play a big part in that and the hormones have such a, um, a wide variance throughout the different parts of a cycle, like understanding what your client is going through and where they are is going to help you more effectively break through to them and communicate to them as a coach. And, and I feel very comfortable saying that because Rachel and I, when we were talking before she was recording, talked about how she'll have some clients come up to her before solid core class and just say like, Hey, I'm in the, I'm in the throes of it right now. Like my cramps are terrible. Can you please just not give me a hard time today? And like something as simple as that and understanding where a client is for any reason, but especially when it's something medical, um, I, I think is really important. And so I'm excited to hear what they talk about, not just on the physical side, but on the mental side and how it affects their approach to working out both as coaches and as athletes. Yeah, 100%. And you're, you're always a, a good coach, a good trainer is always reading the client, is always reading their emotions, right? Like we, we talk about having the analytical intelligence to, to know what the program should look like the practical intelligence to execute the program the way it needs to be done on the given day, and then the emotional intelligence to be able to read your client and see, all right, what, what is it that's going to get you into the things that we need to do today? Or are you telling me that the things that I have planned for today are, are, are the wrong plan, right? So th there's, a, there's a ton to that, and, and obviously hormones have a lot to do with that. And, and knowing your client and, and knowing your client's personality, like for me, I can say that working with some of the females that I've worked with in the past, for me, it's always identifying what are the no-fly zones? What are, what are the things that I have to protect my clients from themselves, right? Because I had the type of clientele that were they were not going to complain. They were not going to be like, Chris, like we got to back off today because whatever, right? They're going to be like, no, I'm dealing with it. Let's go. 
So I want to know for me, what are what are the no fly zones? What are the what are the places where I have to protect my clients from themselves before they push themselves to a place where they're endangering something, right? Because sometimes if you get somebody who's ultra competitive, they're not gonna they're not gonna tell you that you know, hey, back off on me today, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, we talked about that obviously with like Heather uh, when she was on, right. you would literally cut the reps in half of what it was supposed to be when you programmed for her because you knew she was going to do double and then that, that got exactly. her where she was going to be. Exactly. And, and I think that's also something that I know Rachel and Monica talked about because both of them have talked about this in like social media posts and obviously Rachel and I have had these conversations uh, in our home all the time. But like for her, working out is something that can help her feel better physically, right? Like if she's got major, major cramps going on because she has endometriosis. And so like is a very pain, there are very painful parts of her cycle physically. And one of the things that helped get it to a much more manageable place was exercise. Well, there's of course, at some point diminishing returns. And right. so if you were working with a client who is like that as a trainer and you don't understand that is happening and, and they want to keep pushing and want to keep pushing because they think more is better it is your job to one, know where that diminishing return point is and two, right. be able to communicate that in a way that they understand that and they feel that and they don't feel like you're depriving them of something that is making them feel better and enhancing their life. And so, you know, we talk about these conversations being so important in so many different settings. I, I think to our podcast with Joel about getting to know new clients and understanding them. And, and there's obviously when anytime you get into any medical information, but especially something as personal as someone's cycle, like there's going to have to be an element of trust there. And th this is where like, you know, talent is one thing on, in the training field of being super knowledgeable about, you know, the sciencey stuff. But to me, the talent of a great trainer is always going to be topped by like the number one thing that can make someone great is their ability to communicate because they're going to be able to understand what their client needs and give it to them in a way that if, if you can't have those conversations and earn the trust of, of the people that you're working with, it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have, like you're not going to be able to deliver any of it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So looking forward to the conversation between Mon and Rach, obviously two people that we trust to take over the podcast and uh, yeah, we'll come back in the end. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So uh, without further ado, here they are, uh, Rachel Sandler, Monica Jones, taking control from here on the Train With The Best podcast. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Super Coffee and the brand new Tasty Pastry Collection from Super Coffee. Available now at drinksupercoffee.com using the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST for 25% off your first order. I'm pretty sure we have the biggest discount of anybody out there, so if you heard of any other people offering discounts, you, you might as well just send them our way. Say, hey. Use the code train with the best and you can get a cinnamon bun that tastes like it's been dipped in coffee and in coffee form except for good for you in a bottle. Okay, we'll work on the succinctness of that pitch, but that's really truly what the cinnamon bun new flavor tasty pastry collection tastes like. Or perhaps you're like, I prefer in my mornings a blueberry muffin dipped in coffee. Great. They have that and they somehow bottled that up into a delicious coffee drink that has 210 milligrams of caffeine, so it'll get you going. 10 grams of protein, so it'll keep you full throughout the day. And it's got no sugar, so there's no crash at the end. So you get up, you get going, and there's no trick at the end. Because that's the real uh, real trick of it all. I think that's a fair way to say it. It's like, you know, you get your, your other coffee drinks, and it's like, hey, look at us, super convenient. And you take it, and you're like, wow, look at me go. And then by 2 o'clock, you die. Because all the sugar gets out of your system. 
not with Super Coffee. So what are you going to do? Right now, you're going to go to drinksupercoffee.com. And what's the code you're going to use? Train with the best. That's what I thought. Drinksupercoffee.com. The code is train with the best. The Train with the Best podcast is brought to you by Jaku. And uh, we're on Twitter now. That's something that happened over the weekend. Literally, as we were driving up to Philadelphia over the weekend, I was in the passenger seat and I was like, hey, I think we should have a Twitter account. I want to dive into fitness Twitter. So far, so good. You can follow us at TWTB21. But now you're going, uh, sir, hello, you over there. What's this got to do with Jaku? One of the tweets I saw was from a performance coach who was like, you have to use a laser timing system to make sure that you time your athletes. If you're not timing your athletes, how are you going to know if they're going to get better? Um, And I wanted to reply like, sir, we have an alternative solution because laser timing systems are expensive and they're not very versatile. You want to know what is not expensive and is versatile? Jaku. Aha, we have landed the plane. It's all in an app on your phone and a watch that you wear on your wrist. So what are you going to do? Again, go to jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB. That's jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB for 220% off. Welcome in to the Train With The Best pod. I am not Craig Hoffman, and this is not Chris Gores. This is the Monica Jones, and I am Rachel Sandler, and we're taking over part of the podcast today. Um, I am Craig's fiance, a senior master coach at SolidCore, and I've been on the pod before. Monica is an Under Armour athlete, a podcast host herself, and she's on the Sweat app along with several other performance coaching methods. And I'll let Monica, you can introduce yourself and talk about what you're doing, and we'll get into while we're here today. What up, what up? Thank you for the intro, Rach. Um, Yes, I'm Monica Jones. I am a women's wellness coach have many hats that I wear, but all of them involve the support of women, whether it is in their fitness routine, in their nutrition, in their hormonal health, uh, in community. And so you can find me in many different places, but I feel like I'm most at home when I'm talking about what it is that makes us so strong in our femininity. Yeah. I And that's the reason why we're here today, and that's the reason why you and I are doing this part of the podcast is because we are talking about the experience of hormonal health um, for women and for people who menstruate. Um, it's really, really important. It's something that I've learned about as I've matured. And looking at the market, looking at the fitness space, it's something that I think is emerging. It's getting more prominent. There's a lot more attention to it, especially right now with the way the news is. Um, but Monica, you've launched Hustle and Flow, which is this amazing program. I looked at it last night. I was taking a peek. And it basically guides women correct me if I'm wrong, but how to train around their cycle so that they're getting the most benefit, not just in terms of performance goals, but also um, managing the symptoms of that cycle, quite frankly. Um, So if you want to talk a little bit about that, we we can kind of dive right in. Yeah. Hustle and flow is my baby. I went through some really tough years. I'm, you know, about to be 32 years old, I think. Like, sometimes I'm like, I'm 30. I don't know. But am I? <laughs> yeah, I like, I ask at the doctor and I'm like, um, 90. I was born in 90. <laughs> it was a time. Math is mathing. But yeah, so hustle and flow. The, the purpose behind hustle and flow is most importantly for women to learn and understand themselves from a baseline uh, point. So 
when it comes to fitness, obviously a lot of women have already started their fitness regimens, but we struggle. We struggle at some point through the month and it is not always during just our menstrual cycle, but we struggle because of the fact that we are not the same week to week. Mm -hmm. And so Hustle and Flow's purpose is to show you, okay, here's what's actually happening within your body and within your reproductive system and all of the other systems surrounding it. And this is what would be ideal for you to do so that you can get your hormones to be a little bit more harmonious with your lifestyle. And that it's different for everyone. Some of us struggle with hormonal acne. Some of us have very bad menstrual migraines. Some of us really struggle with cramps. And so the whole purpose is to make sure that we can get to a baseline of fitness and wellness and sync it with where we are in our personal cycles and use those guided workouts just to make sure that, hey, I can get to my baseline. Now when I'm feeling good in the next month, I can turn it up a little bit. I can turn it up a little bit and really start to see that 360 um, improvement in our overall lifestyle. Yeah. And I think starting there, one of the things that really struck me, and it's from my personal experience with managing endometriosis and doing my own homework, frankly, because the medical system is not great for women, um, Mm -hmm. but learning about your cycle, it really validates a lot of the things you go through that feel so random when you're like unsure of what's going on with your body, which sounds crazy because you're like, you've lived here your your whole life. This has been your body. But one- it evolves. A lot of us go through different like hormonal birth control, different like methodology of controlling our symptoms around it. And frankly, it's something that a lot of doctors just don't take seriously, particularly for women of color. Um, I always think about Serena Williams. When she gave birth, she nearly died. And I was like, Serena Williams is not somebody who can't afford medical care. Agreed. Um, so there's a huge disparity and there's a huge lack of information around something that is chronic. The condition of menstruating is a chronic condition for women um, and so and for people who menstruate. But when we think about like the education around it, it seems kind of crazy that we wouldn't know what's going on with our body when it happens every single month. But so frequently you'll be like, why am I so tired this week? Like, what's wrong? And I think that even gets amplified during COVID because it's like, well, mm-hmm. are you not feeling well? Is it COVID? Have you tested? And it's like, I've tested. I have pregnancy tested. I've COVID All tested. <laughs> I'm testing everything. I don't know why I feel this way. Um, and so I think it's really, really valuable to look at this as a way to really understand what's going on with your body so that one, you can feel your best, but also so that you can advocate for yourself. Um, women have a really hard time with that in a medical setting, in a fitness setting, when it's like, I know that my PR is such and such for this back squat, but today it just isn't happening. It's mm-hmm. not because I'm lazy. I slept a ton. I ate a ton. I hydrated. I did everything right. Why isn't this working? And so I think like addressing that and giving it context is so empowering for people to be like, no, I know what's amiss. Or to be able to say like, hey, like I'm in the luteal cycle. And even so, like this is far and beyond what I, what I normally experience. Um, And so I think that this has just been so educational and it's so valuable for people to have that like guidance to say like, hey, like what you're going through is valid. Yes, it's recurring, but also like it doesn't have to be that bad. And so I think that that's a big part of it. Right. Because a lot of us go to the doctor and the doctor's like, well, if you work out more, you'll feel better. They have you lose idea. weight. <laughs> yeah. It's always that they're always like, well, you could, you could lose weight. You look really strong. So you must be healthy. And it's like, are you, are you training in the way that can really like uplift you? And so, I mean, I know my personal experience, but like, what have you found as you've like guided people through this? What are the benefits of cycle syncing? And like, how do you, how do you see people feeling better as well as like doing better? Yeah. The, the 
thing that you said that really sticks with me is saying we've lived here our entire lives. We have been in our bodies our entire lives, but unfortunately, we've lived outside of our bodies and we've really become so much more conditioned to worry about what society has to say about what's happening to our bodies, what should be happening to our bodies, what we should do to them, what they should Mm -hmm. look like. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that really does take us outside of ourselves. And so Hustle and Flow is about going within, getting a little bit deeper and doing the research. Everyone who engages in this program, whether it's just doing the program that I sell or does one-on-one coaching with me, has to do a lot of journaling and a lot of reflection on specific topics just that are specific to them, obviously. But when it comes to understanding that process, fortunately and unfortunately, we're understanding that that's what should happen. And with things like endometriosis or PCOS or um, PMDD, which is what I struggle with, that's what's supposed to happen, but it's not what's happening because something is awry and we have to do, we have to slow down. That's just, there's no getting past slowing down. There's no getting past taking a little bit of time to make sure that we can, you know, make sure that we're slowly progressing in the ways that we're adding things in. Because a lot of times women feel like, oh, something's not right. Let me take out dairy. Let me take out this thing. Let's deprive me of this and Mm -hmm. stop this and see if that makes a difference. But really, there's no plan on how to get rid of it and bring it back in. And there's also no plan to say, well, what's next after that? So that's really what the cyclical planning and syncing is about. It's about okay, I know that I'm going to focus on one, learning where I am in my cycle. Many women don't know that. And, mm-hmm. you know, thank goodness for the apps that help us track now. Um, in, in my guide, there are a couple of them suggested, but most women don't know. And so some of my clients are even going off of, you know, doing um, ovulatory testing. So like seeing when you're ovulating so you can see where you are in that cycle. And, you know, once we know where we are, then we have to say, okay, Here's where I am. I have to make an agreement with myself and say that I'm going to commit to taking this next 90 days. It's definitely going to take at least 90 days at to least. get that information yeah. and and really commit to learning myself and understanding that learning myself doesn't mean that I'm going to immediately lose weight. I'm going to immediately feel better from every single symptom. It means that one of them will probably get better, maybe two. And a lot of times we start to understand the other passive things that were happening to us as far as our mood goes, Um, environments that we end up in that aren't healthy for us, toxic environments at work, in our relationships. And so it's all about, you know, really going deep within. My personal experience, I spoke about this uh, on Instagram, was, you know, I have been in pain my entire life and didn't know it until I started seeing different therapists um, in like physical therapy and massage therapy. And they're like, your pain tolerance is high as hell like what what is going on here and you know the type of thing that's making grown men cry your girl's just over here just like breathing through it falling asleep going to work and (laughs) doing everything yeah yeah so I was I've been in pain my entire life the worst of it has been uh with my what I feel is my mental health I felt like my mood swings which we'll get into that later Mm -hmm. were awful you know there were points in my life where I thought that it was just the fact that I had a learning disability, ADHD, or it was the fact that, you know, I had, you know, trauma in my childhood, or maybe it was just the fact that I was, you know, depressed or, you know, had suicidal thoughts at some points in my younger days. And a lot of it just stems back to cyclical imbalance 
And unfortunately, I went through the birth control conundrum. Mm-hmm. I've tried the Nuva Ring. I've tried high estrogen, low estrogen. And it just is duct tape over holes. And my sink was shipping. My ship was sinking, basically. So I went to the gynecologist. And this was, I want to say, six years ago. I was like, I'm, I'm in too much pain. I can't do this. I will vomit. I will cry. I will put myself on upwards of 3,200 milligrams of ibuprofen in a day just mm-hmm. to sleep through the massive amount of pain from the cramps. And then I'm having mood swings in which I can't keep any of my relationships healthy because I'm the victim constantly. And so I was expressing these concerns and I had to fight to have testing done for endometriosis, for PCOS. I had to literally... I'm I'm about to be in a fist fight with my gynecologist, who is no longer my gynecologist, obviously, mm-hmm. just to get some medical attention. And the the solution was always birth control. It was always birth control. And the more that I've learned about what it means to not have a natural cycle and be on oral contraceptives, the more I'm heartbroken for all of the women, not just the ones in my age range or our age range, age range but all of the women who are only given this solution and never given the tools to understand themselves. It's scary. I mean, look at where we are right now with abortion. I can't even, I can't even put a finger on where to start with that and the injustice around that. But it stems from a lack of care for us as women and our femininity and the difference between those who menstruate and those who do not. Yeah. I, I mean, Craig and I were talking about this last night, obviously. We've been talking about it all week because of the news. And there is something to be said for having not only empowered women to like take control of your body, not just on abortion, but on everything else, because yes. the health system fails women more than it fails men. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had I had a very similar experience, right? I was told like, oh, you have acne. Oh, you have really bad cramps. Here's some hormonal birth control. Here you go. You take it every day, so on and so forth. And you're like, okay, like, I don't know any better, right? Because you're young and you're like, this sucks. Yeah. I have to do this forever? Not forever, but for a very long time. And you trust time. those people. You yeah. trust those people because they've gone through a lot of school mm-hmm. and, you know, some some of them, most of the time, are women gynecologists. And you think, hey, like, you probably know what I'm talking about, what I'm going through. and And to know that they are actually not as educated in the matter because the studies weren't being done not because they don't care some of them like it's case by case obviously but yeah. the studies weren't being done no, a lot of the studies so that research. are out there about what is proper exercise and the marketing around certain products and certain methods it's just simplified so that we will invest in it and unfortunately those tests and, and those studies are done on men mm-hmm. or postmenopausal women so it's just not they they try to make sure that the metrics kind of match rather than doing the research to say oh well this is a very special demographic let's put a little bit more effort into them so i would definitely pay homage to all of those women out there or those who are doing the research um stacy sims is a woman that i've studied under uh she did a course called women are not small men and right now it is it's been the guiding light for everything I do with my clients. Um, but like you were saying, women of color are not seeing the same amount of help, not even anywhere near. And when I look at the women and men who are doing research for uh, human to menstruate, 
it's unfortunately that information is still not hitting the women in my demographic, women of color. So I find that it's it's also my job to communicate mm-hmm. in a way that really will reach those women and those people who menstruate because it's it's a different language, honestly. Yes. The science just, of it, whoo, it's sciencey. It's really <laughs> sciencey, and it's right. uh, it, I love it. But at the same time, hustle and flow breaks it down to a point where like you can understand those key hormones, right? Yeah. There's billions of them, but like the key hormones that we really need to pay attention to and give a little bit of love to. No, and this is this is all like so important. And I think we need to talk about it as much as possible. And I think men need to hear about it. People yes. who don't menstruate need to hear about it, right? My doctor was a man and I had surgery and they were like, we didn't find the endometriosis where we looked. So we don't know where it is, but you probably have it. But like, maybe you'll find out one day when it's hard to get pregnant or maybe it won't be hard to get pregnant or maybe it'll get better. But, um, we recommend Advil and I can't be on hormonal birth control because the estrogen gives me migraines. I was Mm -hmm. having awful migraines and they're like, huh, you should try getting off of hormones. And I did. And I was like, wow, my migraines are gone. And one day, like three months again, like you're talking about a 90 day cycle kind of to like get to your baseline about three months after I went out, I woke up and I thought something ruptured. I was like, I think my spleen, do I have a spleen? It's gone. It's gone. I was like, take me to the ER. I am, I am on death's doorstep. And they're like, honey, when's your period coming? I was like, what? What are you talking about? Maybe you had work that day also. Like, let's talk about that. Like, Right. I was like life crisis, but still expected to do all the things. They sent me home. They were like, okay, bye bye. And I, I understand, right? Because sometimes your, your doctors are removed from your situation, but they're supposed to be care providers. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important, especially for women, because we have to endure so much to be able to authoritatively say like, this is wrong. This is not my body. This is not appropriate. You need to do better. I need better care. And I think hustle and flow and this conversation and these conversations and the studies that are still very much needed um, are going to continue to shed light on this so that people aren't just like, you're moody because you're on your period. Ew, that's that's not productive. That's so like what in the 1800s is that? I'm so over it. I just yeah. we cannot we cannot continue to do that to people. And so I think that seeing the failure of the system, seeing the failure of what we've been doing is just not working. It's simply not working. And it's leading to these horrendous circumstances that women are facing across the country um, right now where people are like, you're fine. You'll be fine. Just figure it out. Just figure it out. And the people who can figure it out have resources and privilege. Those are the only people who are able to figure it out. And so and if having- they're still struggling, right. trust and believe not very hopeful for the rest of us and I think that with when it comes to resources one of the best resources that you can have is a community that strengthens your resolve a community that supports you in that way I'm seeing these communities rise and I love that because just like with a a weight loss goal a fat loss goal a, um, a physical goal the trying to graduate any of those goals you need someone around who believes in the things that you do and believes them to be positive to continue to reinforce that for you going through the journey alone of cycle syncing for me took me a very long time i would say it took truly a year Mm -hmm. of 
you know, being pre-contemplative, contemplative, contemplative, I'm kind of in it, kind of not, still drinking that alcohol, up in the caffeine, mixing (laughs) it up with going to sleep at 3 a.m. Like, you know, we were still kind of toe in the line, but realizing a lot of things. So we were learning, but at the same time, I was like, I still want my lifestyle. I still need to hang with my friends. I still need to do the things that I want to do. So most importantly, is like anything else, having a community and having a guide and being able to have that strengthen your ability to stick with and stay dedicated to yourself. We as women are so, so dedicated to nurturing others or just generally being very process-oriented. We're very present naturally and Mm -hmm. emotionally. And that intuition a lot of times is shown as a weakness or it's shown as something that's not as productive and that couldn't be further from the truth, but it's about being in the right supportive environment for that. It's about continuing to keep yourself on podcasts like this and, you know, meeting up with the right people to talk about what you're going through, but you're not commiserating. You're banding together and strengthening your resolve. I think that's so interesting because I'm a group fitness instructor. You have experiences, an incredible group fitness instructor. You're one of the we most love respected. Group fitness. We love group fitness. It has a time and a place for sure, right? But there are frequently clients who come to my solid core class and are like, can you not be a jerk to me today? I'm on my period. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But also having having that opportunity now to really focus on the individual while still being like, this is a collective experience. Like we can share like my friends and I know when we're on each other's period. We're like, I know that my friend she'll be like, I'm so tired. And I'm like, your period's coming. She's like, my period's coming. We know. Right. Just look it at the moon. Just, you, know yeah, just, you know what's up. I'm like, it's not in retrograde. I'm in retrograde. I am the retrograde. Um, even, I mean, Craig now is like, it's the luteal phase. It's the luteal phase. And like, I love we know. it. I hate it. Um, but you know, that's do you feel like Do you feel like it's like the worst one for you? Yeah. Luteal is the worst for me. It's the yeah. worst for everyone around me. And it's the worst for me. For those who are listening, um, just for context, like just in case, I mean, obviously you can look at the program, but like the luteal phase is where you're in a high hormonal phase. And I think the coolest thing that I've learned about luteal is that we have two portions of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've got your early luteal, which is where those hormones start to rise and we're really building up our lining of our uterus. And then we have to start to see those or we tend to see those premenstrual symptoms during the second half of our luteal phase or the later half you know somewhere around three to seven days before our bleed and the cool things that i've learned about the luteal phase have shown me that we have strengths there we have actual strength but then we also have strengths in task completion Uh, we have a lot of strength in decision making and we have a lot of strength in just getting reflective our body on our cycle gets to be that way and we struggle with the outside things because they don't match what's going on inside and that's a part of sinking it's like you know the the big things for me is i understand that okay i can get shit done when i'm in mm-hmm. that early luteal phase but when it gets to later i have to start considering how social i want to be i have to start considering Who's cleaning my apartment? Because I'm not about to sit here and look at it like this. Like I'm in, you can see my background, Rach. Like I'm in follicular phase. It's time to be creative and be wild. And this will get handled when it gets handled. Mm -hmm. But 
those phases, they have such strengths. Every single phase for us, including our menstrual phase, has strengths and it has things that we can really we can really go in on and achieve our best the entire month. That's what sinking is about. And when you notice it in your girlfriends, it's so encouraging to tell them that. Like, hey, I'm really, I'm digging your communication skills at this time. I'm loving how magnetic your energy is. Mm-hmm. I'm loving how considerate you are. Like, to see that in your girlfriends or go to a fitness class and have your coach see that in you and proactively be like, hey, is your energy feeling a little bit low? Like, here are some modifications. I'm happy you made it. Be gentle. Be kind to yourself. That is a boost. Yeah. And this is, this is all so real, right? It's hard if you don't menstruate and you don't understand, but hopefully I would hope that someone who doesn't menstruate knows somebody who does menstruate um, and, and can see some of that in the people around them. Because I think what's interesting is for so long, people have kind of chalked it up to like, you're, you're PMSing and they Mm -hmm. use that so flippantly. And that's not actually accurate. And when we think about fitness and we think about wellness and we think about goals and we think about our overall well-being as a person, this is all lived reality. Mm-hmm. It's something that actually happens and there are ways to manage it. Just as if you had a client who had an ACL tear and you were rehabbing it and you were like, hey, like we can do better. Like we can rebuild you so that you feel good. Yes, you can come like, back better. This, right. You can come back better. Um, when we think about the menstrual cycle and we think about the different parts of it, if we're able to better anticipate what's coming and understand how to manage the symptoms of it, we can perform better and more consistently and with more resilience and overall just like joy in the process. Like when you talk about the early luteal, like that's where I am. And I've been so like active mentally. I did like so much creative stuff the last few days. And I was like, I feel like I don't know. I am not on Adderall. I've never taken Adderall, but I feel like I'm just like, boom, 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 project done, done, done. And it's that way every month. There's a moment where I'm just like, I feel empowered to do yes. all of this stuff. And then I guarantee you next week, I'm gonna be like, Oh God, here it comes. And yeah. it's, you know, you feel lethargic. But if I, if I'm more prone to that kind of feeling during that time of my cycle, and I'm able to look at the calendar, look at my tracking apps and say, this is where I am what am I doing differently in each training cycle? Like, how can I do better? What's more appropriate for me? And that's valuable information for your trainer. Um, that's something that people don't get out of group fitness is that personalization mm-hmm. so that, you know, if someone's training with you and you know their cycle, you can do things differently. And I, I would love to hear a little bit. I don't want you to give away your program for free, but I'd love to hear a little bit about like what looks different in training because there are studies out there. I've seen it from some folks who are like power lifters. They're like, your strength isn't actually different during your cycle. You're not actually weaker. And I'm, I don't think that that's, that's not true. Like that's not how this is being framed. We're not saying during your cycle, you're weaker. It's just, you should approach with different, I'm guessing like intensity and volume and maybe even like the type of exercise that you're doing should vary a little bit. So like, I'd love to know just a little bit about that. Yeah. Let's, let's start with bench rating. Um, so it's individual. So mm-hmm. aside from what happens in your reproductive cycle, your nutrition plays a huge role. Your sleep p- plays a huge role. All those things, we just dive deeper and deeper in Hustle and Flow as you go through the program. But those things matter. So yes, absolutely. When you're menstruating, you are shedding the lining of your uterus. You are losing some energy. But strength-wise, once we have that initial bleed, we are actually our closest performance wise, I should say, we're our closest to men. 
And so you can accomplish a lot when you're menstruating. If you feel debilitated by cramps, though, in that first 24 to 48 hours, you've got to take the rest. Your body is literally Mm -hmm. asking for it. But when it comes to menstruating, it's really good for that first couple of days to take restorative rest. And it's really good to do even stretching or things that will help alleviate the pressure that often um, takes a toll on your lower back because of where your uterus actually sits uh, and that inflammation. And then when we get through that, we start to see our hormones rise in the later follicular phase. So as we're going towards ovulation, our hormones will all start to rise. If you have good balance, they're rising well together and our endurance rises. So it's really nice to kind of get into the starting phases or what we would like consider like the spring of our cycle of our overall cycle. So going into a little bit more of that higher repetition of longer-winded endurance-based exercise, but like things that help you with your creative nature. So like get outside, ride a bike, go for mm-hmm. a nice long walk, do your do your um, hypertrophy lifts if that's where you are, and go for a little bit more of that endurance-based work. Once you get into ovulation, there's a surge in your testosterone, and it's really dope because you can do those HIIT workouts and feel very confident about your recovery time mm-hmm. in those workouts. So you may not feel your strongest, but you will feel like I can hang. I can definitely hang and like that energy rises, the endorphins rise and you feel very at home. That's why, you know, a lot of women who are into cycle syncing will refer to it as like the summer because it's like far too short. <laughs> you feel like that. super sexy and you're feeling very social and welcoming of that activity. It's a great time for group fitness. Yeah, you're like, I'm alive. I'm thriving. Yes, thriving. Like talk to me. Let's do things. What do you <laughs> want to work on? You know, we're very collaborative. Uh, naturally. And then getting into the early luteal is where our hormones will all start to rise. They very much work in our favor for lifting. Um, So if you're getting into a strength-based program, fantastic time to start really pushing for those gains. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're random about understanding your cycle, which many of us are in the beginning phases, it is a a terrible shock when we hit that late luteal. It's like, oh my gosh, I was lit yesterday. Today, I feel trash like it's not I don't have the same energy like please leave me alone I don't want to do any of these things (laughs) and then we show up to the gym we're like what the f so it's a really good time to start to get back into that restorative type of work your yoga um power yoga even if you're like feeling okay to do something a little bit more demanding Mm -hmm. and going into your menstruation yet again so with that being said you know a lot of us look at um progressive overload as like a, okay we're gonna we're gonna work hard for three weeks and then take that fourth and kind of ease off or like we'll go through you know um we'll go through our uh 10 11 weeks and then take the 12th or you know right. like whatever phase you are because of whatever level of fitness you're in for women if you know where your cycle is it would be a shame to miss out on such a high performance time because you followed someone's three on one off or someone's you know 11 on 12th off because that's just how they programmed it if you could start from the top of where you are and do it based on your cycle you could literally be taking that deload or that rest when you are in your late luteal getting into your menstrual you could literally come back strong af and Mm -hmm. feeling empowered if you did sync it so that's what hustle and flow is for um one of the big things about it is like, and that's tough, tough for especially the women that um, come into my programs because they come from group fitness and I tell them like, hey, there is a time for that. 
or if you want to go and you want to just dial it back, if you trust yourself enough to do that, it's very important if you have severe symptoms or really hard symptoms you're trying to alleviate for you to really focus on locking in on this program or on a lifting program especially and then being very systematic about your cardio because that strain on our body that intensity is really what throws off our hormones and you know I could go all day on that I could go all day on where it is beneficial to do different types of you know macro calculations mm-hmm. and different types of you know just sinking your food food but it's just about knowing yourself that autonomy is so important yeah and and I think that's like one of the biggest takeaways is like you really can one manage your symptoms to improve your symptoms and three live just a better version of the life you're living we don't need to live in pain like it's not a thing we shouldn't be feeling depressed half of the month like that's it's imbalance it's always imbalance and it can be in different ways in lifestyle in hormones you know and with trauma like those are things that we are worthy of figuring out and of having support and of living you know with less or without The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus, who has an amazing new partnership with Dr. Andrew Huberman. You may have heard of him, Human Performance Lab. Uh, Pretty remarkable guy who's done so much studying, so much research, so much testing on human performance. And he's partnered with Momentus to launch a brand new line of products and make a recommendation of how to use them to maximize your performance. After all, Momentus is a performance company, whether it's omega-3s for cognitive support and foundational health, to brand new products like the some of the amino acids that can help with everything from found, your foundational health to your gut health to your sleep to your tissue health. There's an amazing amount of information now that not only you can get the Momentus products, but what they are, why they work, and how to use it. And it's all on their website, livemomentous.com. And of course, that's also where you can go shopping. Who doesn't like to go shopping? You can go get them at livemomentous.com. Use the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST, and you get 25% off your first order, 15% off all of the refills on that subscribe and save. Go to livemomentous.com. Use the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST, or just click the link in the episode description, and you can check out all all the new goodies from Momentus. The Chairman of the Best podcast is brought to you by Blaze Pod. And Blaze Pods have a lot of use. Um, it wasn't until the other day when I saw on Chris's story that he had taken his kids to Onyx and was using them to entertain his kids uh, that it was, it was also a rain delay, uh, kid, fun, killing time device. But hey... They're pretty fun to use in a workout, and so why wouldn't you use them with kids? Whether you're training or just just as a toy, okay, probably probably not really the advertising marketing that the Blaze Pods wants us to do is like, hey, use it on a rainy day to entertain your kids. But Chris has got athletes, so he's like, hey, you can't practice; it's raining. Let's uh, let's be productive here. And what he did is one of my favorite drills. Blaze Pod has the ability to set up uh, obviously in any shape that you want. And the lights can go multiple colors. So you have to just chase, say, the blue light or the red light or the green light. And it's an ability to create a drill that trains focus. Because at the end of the day, focus and good decision making is what is going to make the best athletes. And oh, by the way, you get to trade their speed and agility as well. For more, go to blazepod.com. Use the code TWTB for 15% off. That's 15% off at blazepod.com. 
I think it's important that we like briefly talk about kind of like the list of things that actually are better because some people still are like, I don't know, they put that in the same categories like witchcraft and like hocus pocus type wellness remedies. I'm like, well, you clearly don't experience this reality. But like for me personally, ever since I've started working out the way I've started working out and and my process has refined over years and years and years of practice with this. Mm -hmm. But even so, like without an immediate um, understanding of cycle thinking, just like kind of going for it and being like, all right, well, fitness is supposed to improve the symptoms around the menstrual cycle. I am in desperate help. Like I've had surgery. We've accomplished absolutely nothing. I am still waking up in pain out yeah. of a dead sleep. And like, it's hard to stand upright. Um, I don't have that anymore. I've, I haven't had that for as long as I can remember. And so like, is it uncomfortable sometimes? Sure. Yes. Such is life. Um, but I'm, I'm not in that like plight where I'm like, I'm, I'm unwell. Like something is egregiously wrong and that's due to lifting. That's due to strength training. That's due to not just going for runs or just doing cardio all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, certainly my nutrition has evolved as I've like built up a strength training profile. And so I think that that's always been a factor, but I haven't had like a nutrition coach around that. And I know for a fact that that would continue to improve the results, uh, so definitely pain management. I think for me personally, it's been one of the biggest ones. Yes. You've mentioned Same. a lot around. It's huge. Yeah. Like to not to not have that is unreal. And so like to anyone who's menstruating, who's listening and is in egregious pain multiple times throughout the month. And it's just like, I guess I just deal with this. You don't have to. You do not There's have better to. ways to deal with it. Yeah. There, there are options that aren't hormonal birth control or any other of the other things that doctors typically offer you. Um, which isn't to say that there isn't a medical conversation to be had. It's just that you can supplement that with things that are going to empower you, you should in that always, doctor's office. You should yes. always start with or prioritize investing that time and effort into yourself to know yourself. You can absolutely go to the doctor and have that conversation. But like we've been talking about, it's not always going to go in the way of like they save your life. It's more so going to go in the way of they might give you a tool or a resource if you're lucky but you've got to be your own resource. You've got to be your own scientist. You have to do the research for yourself. And no one is really going to be able to come up with those answers for you except for you. Yeah. And unfortunately, with healthcare in America, you see a nurse for 10 minutes and then you see your doctor for eight. And, and both of them are tired. And both of them are tired and they have way too many patients on their caseload and they're worried about insurance claims and everything else going on. And you live in your body 24 seven, 365. And so you should know what's going on. And it's, it's in some level, it's personal advocacy, but it's also personal accountability. Yes. Um, so it's, it's taking charge of your health. So definitely pain management, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. Um, you Same. also mentioned moods and mm-hmm. I know for me, I've, I've definitely seen an improvement, probably an imperfect one, but I, I definitely know that so many people struggle. They feel so low throughout the month and it feels inexplicable and and they have like very real very drastic very scary shifts yes. in their emotions and i know for a fact that cycle syncing can be huge in managing that yeah so. absolutely um you know when we don't know what to expect I, I always like to say it random planning brings random results if you're not planning you get random results so it's about creating a plan for yourself Um, the shifts that we have are always going to be due to our hormones, you know, and our hormones are so deeply dependent upon our gut and our gut is so deeply dependent upon the stressors that we put on our body, exercise being included. 
Um, So when we go through those hormonal shifts, especially if we just talk about being lower and higher, Mm -hmm. then it's tough to do the same workout and the same intensity all month long. HIIT is not going to produce results for women who are looking to, you know, actually have long-term health and long-term muscle retention. That is for strength training. And it's incredibly important because when we think about having um, flexibility in our lifestyle and flexibility in our in our intake or our diet, not dieting, but in our diet, what we actually eat, that comes from having metabolic boost and from having muscle in our body and having dense bones. And nothing can do that for us like strength training. So yes, it is better. It is necessary. You don't have to be in the gym buffing it up and, you know, looking like the girls on Instagram, but you do have to do some weight bearing exercise so that you can increase your calcium. And it's really important to keep in mind that when we see women who get positive results from getting in the gym and lifting, it's not just confidence. That confidence literally stems from having balanced estrogen. It stems from having good recovery. All of that stems into your mental health. It's not just I'm confident because I'm lifting weights. There's, there's literally hormones right. behind it. Right. No, this is this is happening at like a cellular level. Yes. I am feeling whole. I'm Me feeling too. well. Me too. Yes. yes. Snaps for us because yes. that is, it's, it's scarce. It's not, there isn't enough of it. You know, we pick what we see on our timeline for the most part, right? I was going to say the stuff you, the, some of the people you see who like look away on Instagram at the gym don't actually look that way in the gym. So there's also the, it's what you're consuming, not just like edibly, but also like in terms of information and content. Yes. Um, Yeah. And that, that response to what we consume, it sticks with us. So we have to be proactive about what it is that we pour into ourselves as well. Yeah. So definitely the emotional benefits, definitely the physical benefits. Is there any that I missed? Do you feel like there's any other? I mean, there's tons of benefits oh, yeah. within those. Digestion, like, yes. yes. The digestion is, I mean, like I said, it's everything goes in together. A lot of what I do with cycle syncing is based on like traditional Chinese medicine and mm-hmm. like cyclical foods. And just from, let's take hydration for one thing. If our organs are dehydrated, not just us as one being, it's going to tell us we need something totally different than what we actually need. If I'm dehydrated, I want sugar because I'm tired. My organs are tired. (laughs) They need water. But instead, I'm going to, my brain's going to tell me like, hey, let's just grab some quick sugars. We can get like zapped up real quick, like some energy to go to the gym. When no, like if we were to regulate our blood sugar levels, eat regularly, eat balanced, and we would have plenty of water, we wouldn't be in the same, on the same hamster wheel of, oh, I just binged again. I ate too much sugar. I ate too much fat, whatever it is that we felt like having. I ate too much crunchy, whatever it was. And then, you know, yeah. like on the hamster wheel of, oh, now I have to work out harder and more intensely. So God I get rid of it. it. Yeah. And then that stress, you know, we're not, we're not getting the proper absorption through our digestive organs. And then we're not, we're not crap. excreting. We're not getting rid of those things. We're not detoxifying. And we're definitely not detoxifying estrogen. So the digestion is a huge piece of it. Um, you know, everyone's like, take a probiotic. It's like, actually, yeah, uh-huh. you can do that. But you could also stop stressing yourself so much with intense exercise and moderate it, make it sustainable and feel better. So yeah. digestion's a huge one. Um, mood, obviously. Pain. Um, 
it's same thing like inflammation comes in all forms whether it's inflammation in our mood or inflammation in our face our hormonal acne uh, all of those things improve when we decide to actually even just just train more responsibly yeah a hundred percent and I think that that's like not that it's a sales pitch right but it's like you should care about this morally yeah right you should feel empowered but the results are real they're very very real they're easy to feel the difference um and for folks around you like your family your partners your coworkers, they can feel the difference from you too and so you show up better elsewhere in your life when you show up better for yourself we do so much for others but it has to start within it has to because doing everything for everyone else is not sustainable if we skip ourselves yeah no empty cups pouring from them not good sprinting into a wall that's what we're doing that's that was my specialty actually craig craig taught me how to stop um so that was that was good um monica this was amazing i'm like more excited to even learn more about my own cycle as a result of this and i feel like i've been pretty nerdy with my cycle for a while and so i hope that this helps somebody i hope that it helps people around people who menstruate and for folks who want to like get in touch or learn more about your program, what is the best way for them to find you and see what you're up to? Because you're up to a lot all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to things for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can always follow uh, our wellness brand is HLS Collective on Instagram. My Instagram is at trainwithmon. And then you can always find uh, more information at my website, which is monica-jones.com or trainwithmon.com the best she is the best thank You're you the best. so much for Thanks sharing for having all me. of this my pleasure and hopefully you know we cross paths soon and we do something fun and appropriate for our cycles when we do it uh, yes absolutely <laughs> stay wild y'all uh yeah within reason within your cycle wild yes <laughs> all right thanks ma'am thanks to rachel and monica chris we've never done that before I think we might just have to do it again. We we might be uh, we might be losing a job soon. Um, I I think Rachel guaranteed afterwards. She goes, I like that's that's not a very often thing, but yeah. uh, you know <laughs> if they want to have a conversation like that, I think I think we are more than happy to hand over our platform. I think one of the coolest things about that conversation too is I, I think about it is the idea that as more research emerges, which we don't have to get into now. And they did a little bit, but like, we don't have a lot of research because men were in charge of everything for so long. They're like, what do we care? And now that women have emerged in the scientific field, like you literally couldn't be a doctor and a woman for so much of human history that like now, as we advance more into the research and we know a lot more, there's validation for things that women have been experiencing forever. And, and I think that's something that's really empowering as a trainer if regardless of gender, you can explain to your clients what is happening. And this can happen in ways completely unrelated to a cycle, right? Like we explain stuff to clients all the time and they're like, oh, wow, I understand now. I understand what's happening to my body. And so if we can, if we can do that regardless of gender as trainers with something uh, like a cycle, I I think that's really empowering and something that we should all be striving to do in our industry. Yeah. Like you said, the, the more information we have, the better it is for everybody, for, for, for people who experience this, who for people who work with people who experience this. I think it's something that, again, as as we can validate some of those experiences, as we can speak on some of it and, and give our clients a little bit of knowledge to know what to expect, right? Like the mm-hmm. same way, like if you thrash a client and you know, all right, you don't feel this now, but you're going to have some <laughs> serious doms tomorrow, yeah. right? Like just preparing them for that 
is 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 something that that gets them ready for it so that when they feel it the next day they're not shocked they don't think something's wrong they don't freak out right so you know when we're going through as we learn more about a cycle and what that experience is like we can prepare not just for the workouts, but also prepare for what happens after the workouts. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, if you want more from Monica, at Train with Mon on Instagram. Of course, Rachel is at rachel.sandler. Uh, beyond that, make sure you're following us, at Train with the Best 21. Uh, we're almost at 500 followers, which is really exciting on Instagram. And we got a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out soon as we continue to grow uh, here at Train with the Best. For more on any piece of what we're doing, hit up Train with the Best 21.com. Come. All right. Uh, that's Chris. He's at Trainer Gores. I'm Craig at Craig underscore Hoffman. Uh, now, now I just gave you so much to do on Instagram. So go do all that stuff. And uh, we'll see you back next week, actually, with another amazing guest, Megan Featherston, certified sports nutritionist and dietitian. She just ran a sub three hour Boston Marathon herself, as well as training a bunch of folks who did the same. Um, I've been working with Megan on some other stuff. She's so smart, and I'm so excited to talk to her on the pod. Finally, so we'll have that for you next week. Megan Featherston on the Train With The Best podcast. We'll see you then. Thanks for checking out this video. If you like it, we got more. Make sure you subscribe right here on YouTube and check out our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts or even our website. It's got everything there, all the links you could possibly want. Go check it out. Trainwiththebest21.com.